Hi, I'm Patricia Cornwell, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with the wonderful Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. Actually, there's a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, we're going no, to no. take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two steps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to the live cast of The Dinner Party Show for September 14th, 2014. Which also happens to be the launch of our third season of all new episodes. But tonight, we will not be talking about the fact that Kanye West stopped his concert in Sydney, Australia Sounds on like Friday night. Uh huh, I wish. Keep listening. Until every member of the audience agreed to stand, which resulted in large numbers of people booing an audience member who couldn't stand because, wait for it, he was confined to a wheelchair. Oh, that's charming. Kanye, some artists have trolls who tear apart everything they try to do. You, sir, have victims, and their numbers are growing by the day. Get a fucking clue. In the meantime, we're not talking about you. Good. We will also not be discussing the newest product releases from Apple. They look amazing. They do. We want them at once. We do. We spent actual dinner party show production time sitting in the booth watching the videos on announcement day. We did. What we don't see is why Apple's product announcements are national news. For everyone else, it's just called commercials. <laughs> New Fruity Cheerios look pretty good, but I didn't see a five-minute report on them on the evening news. Hey. hey, national news media, sucking up to Apple for free stuff? Tacky. Hey, Apple, we'd love some free stuff, too. Also, those fruity Cheerios look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Apple presents the dinner party show. Okay. <laughs> also Works not being discussed on tonight's live cast of the dinner party show, the Spanish gravedigger who was suspended from his job after he posed for a photo with a dead body he exhumed after 23 years so he could expand oh. the gravesite. Oh, but my wait, God. Wait, wait, wait. There's more we're not talking about. Oh. The picture was taken by the niece of the dead body. And the man standing oh opposite the gravedigger is the niece's husband. Ugh. While the moral of the story might be, don't family. leave your niece out of your will or she might dig you up later and have her husband take a picture with your dead body, we don't really give a shit because it's horrifying and we're not talking about it anymore. And it's also a new series from Brian Fuller tonight's <laughs> It <guest>. will be. <laughs> Welcome to the Fullerverse, we're dead actually, body guy. We're actually pitching it even as we speak. Indeed. We also have no opinion about whether or not Ray Rice should or should not have been fired oh after Lord. the second video was revealed or whether or not his first suspension was an adequate response. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Or whether or not Roger Goodell should or shouldn't keep his job or what he knew and when he knew it. What we want to know is what the fuck 
everyone thought happened in that <laughs> elevator before we saw the second video. I uh-huh. mean, does it really matter now that we've seen it? Also, why is that guy not in jail? Is the NFL really in charge of law enforcement now? We had the impression that there were actually public personnel in charge of enforcing the law. Maybe this wouldn't be a question if law enforcement spent more time doing their jobs and less time macing the nation. No one can play football from inside a prison. Just saying. Also, most of this is about football and We don't really give a shit about football. No, not unless it's in a porn film. Also not being discussed, the fact that former South Carolina governor Mark Sanford (sighs) has broken up with his (laughs) fiancée. Oh, dear. The same woman with whom he had an extramarital affair that, how shall we put it, readjusted his political ambitions. Appalachian Trail. Also not being discussed, the fact that he broke up with her via a Facebook post. Classy. Ah, South Carolina, you just haven't been the same since you lost Eric Shaw Quinn. And neither have I. (laughs) Finally, so many news stories happen during summer vacation. We just want to say, hey, world leaders, terrorist organizations, computer hackers, Missouri police force, Vladimir, and pretty much everyone in the Middle East, it's called vacation for a reason. Can a show host get some time off here? Partyverse, we'll try to get you caught up on all of our opinions now that we're back and live on The Dinner Party Show. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. What is the party verse? What is this? What is this new language? I was doing the the promo piece for today, and it just occurred to me that it's all things Dinner Party Show are the party verse. Okay. You know, tonight's guest inspired me. There's the fuller verse. Right. I was going to say, did you steal it? Did you or did you ask Brian Fuller if you could take his turn by it? I believe the universe actually started it. So, um, and I think that's been around long enough that it's probably in picky, public domain. Picky, 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 yeah, picky. No, it's picky. like uh, Stephen Colbert's Nation, which he won't actually be using anymore. But I don't think we could use that one as well. No, I don't think we could. But I just want to infer. Party verse. I really would like to let me. the party people know you are still the party people. You may inhabit the party verse. Absolutely. But when I need all of you to do something, I'm going to call you the party people. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, party people, please come get my fucking cats. That's I'm about to drown them in the bathtub. Really? Not really. I wouldn't really hurt an animal. Don't email us. I don't hurt animals. But we saw that episode of The Intruders. Intruders. Oh, my God. Have you seen that? That is the most amazing. Did you see last night's episode? Yet? I have not seen last night's okay, episode. Okay, well, I won't know spoilers, but, but Eric Ghost Quinn, Machine, you, you, hashtag Ghost Machine. You tell me to watch so much television, I'm always trying to meet my obligations to you. Today was about watching the Joan Rivers documentary. I literally watch two programs on television. That is the baldest-faced lie that, you have ever told on the Dinner Party Show. Eric Shaw Quinn, your boyfriend is your TiVo. You have you have seen absolutely everything that's ever on television, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> if anyone, summer, if an extra has a British accent in it, okay, I can't take it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, party people, inhabitants of the party verse, I have been tweeting and Facebook posting about this all week long. I would like to announce... That aside from the fact that Brian Fuller is our guest tonight on the Woo-hoo! Dinner Party Show, the giveaway of my next book, The Vines, begins now. <gasps> there is a link on our Facebook page, which will remain active for 24 hours. How do I get Facebook on this thing? I don't know. That's your iPad, <laughs> and I'm doing my pitch, which I've been building up to all week long. So, you so just what do come. I do? Okay, you go, you follow the link that we have posted on Facebook. That link will take you to a website called NetGalley. Registering on NetGalley is simple and it's free. So this is actually free. There are no hidden fees, as credit card companies like this lie. <laughs> uh, and you have but the option. But it will give us an, a location on where you are at the moment that you were. I don't. I don't actually know what it is. I'll probably never. We see have it. no idea. We are so technically unadvanced. We can't possibly trick you. So just follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. The link will be active for an hour. There will be electronic copies available for you to download on the page that you are taken to, uh, which can be read on any. Any device or computer, I might add. People are saying, I don't have e-readers. And I said, if, you, if you're if you that desperate to read it, you can read it on your computer. And obviously, it's nice if if uh, if you uh, would like to leave an honest review of the book, as we say, right. on either Goodreads or Amazon. Goodreads is open and available for reviews now. Amazon's sales page will be open for reviews later. 
And that's my pitch. Eric Shaw Quinn, what do you want to talk about? I think it's actually 24 hours and not an hour. I think. Oh, it's 24. I said an hour? I said an hour, and I just wanted people to know. Oh, yeah, it's 24 you can, hours. You can finish listening to the show before you go running trying to figure out how to do. <laughs> or you can do it now. I mean, why wait? Well, you're, you, if you're already in front of your computer and listening to the show, yes, go ahead and absolutely. click on the... Yes, you absolutely. Have, you have 24 hours to do this. We're going to repeat this episode for 24 hours, and then the, the and podcast. And you'll never hear it again. <laughs> I, yeah, you'll hear, yeah, you'll hear Eric everywhere. Everybody That's, hears I don't actually need a radio. Yeah, no, you don't. But you do need a show, which is why we've uh, given you one here. It's really helped, like, focus my um, my rage and my random opinions. <laughs> I said <such> rage. <laughs> you really do kind of remind me of Joan Rivers after I watched that documentary. That's right. It's the hair. It's yeah. mostly the hair, but also the way my eyes are slowly moving to the side of my head. <laughs> you've only you've only had one. You've only had one. You're fine. You're not even close. Uh, no, I thought it, you would recommend it. Um, that I watched the documentary because we were having a lot of conversations about what it really takes to try to make right. it in the entertainment industry, the sacrifice and the work ethic and, and how much work it really is. It's a tough town, babe. And it really- It's and, a broken heart for every light on Broadway. It really is. Yeah, it, it really, really is. is. It, it is a constant, constant um, effort yeah. to succeed. And, and I think that we have this sort of erroneous work ethic- vision in this country of if you work really hard, then you'll get what you want. But in the entertainment business, you can work really hard all your life and have a great career position as the head waiter at a nice restaurant. And, you know, maybe you do summer stock sometimes, but like actually succeeding in the business is really a rare thing. And when you do... You have to Absolutely. bust your top knot to get there. Well, we have another uh, word from one of our sponsors. The NRA is back, I oh, believe. They great. have a message for this fall. I Let's bet they see. do. Mm-hmm. And when we're back here on the Dinner Party Show, we'll be talking about what we did this summer. Ooh. It's that time of year again. Time to start making new friends and new memories. Time for young minds to face old challenges and foster the new solutions that will shape tomorrow. Being young in America is a carefree time, a time when each day can be lived without concerns over consequences or the future, thanks to the soulless monsters at the NRA. At the NRA, we're working tirelessly to protect the interests of the conscienceless corporations that we at the NRA represent. We don't give a shit about what our membership wants or believes. We just use their numbers to intimidate lawmakers and create the false impression that we're some sort of populist movement that has anything whatever to do with the Constitution, the Second Amendment, or the will of the people. All we at the NRA really care about are the corporate profits of gun manufacturers. So as the kids head back to school and this great nation restarts the annual mass shooting count, know that thanks to the NRA's efforts to block even the simplest, most common sense gun sales regulations, your kids are free to live each day as though it's their last. Because it might be. Back to School Shootings, brought to you by the NRA. You're welcome, America. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And if you didn't hear us talk about it for 20 minutes in the last segment, the giveaway of my next book is now active and live. The Uh. link is on the Facebook page, and that's all I'll say for the rest of the show until the next segment when I tease it again. (laughs) I hope people there'll be people left to actually buy the book when it comes out. I think by the time, in a few weeks, our show is just going to be an endless commercial for whatever we're doing. (laughs) I I thought that was what our show was to begin with. We were supposed to be doing something else. Speaking of doing stuff, what did you do during your summer vacation, Eric Shaw Quinn? Well, you know, it was a very glamorous summer. Like, when I get time off, it's like, oh, good, now I can work. (laughs) Um, I spent the summer 
cleaning up and finishing the edits on my very first murder mystery. Yay! Which is now um, at the editor for a line edit. It's called Ghost Story. It's based on, it is not about that woman, but it is based on my experience <laughs> with that horrible drunken hag that I wrote those books with. It's based on that time in my life because it just seemed like, wouldn't it be hysterical if what if the two of us solved crimes? I just thought Yay! that was... Like the worst possible. There's probably a worse combination, but I'm hard pressed to think of what it would be at this time. Anyway, I haven't spent a lot of time on that. I've spent all my time getting the book all ready to go. So right. it'll be out soon. We'll keep you apprised in the constant commercial that is the dinner party show. But meanwhile, that's what I did with my summer vacation. How about you, Christopher? What oh, did I, you do I, with I, your I, summer vacation? I didn't really do anything at all. I you just sat on the porch. And I went to Amazon and I visited Amazon headquarters. Not the Amazon because they're snakes. There. No, no. Like We're not going anywhere near that. I but. went to Amazon Publishing, and I am—I signed several documents which prevent me from discussing anything that I see, saw, or talked about while there. No, I'm just. He was kidding. blindfolded the I'm entire time and driven around in a windowless you, van. You just can't take pictures. That's the only thing they don't want you taking pictures inside of Amazon buildings. But I actually had a wonderful time. I met with the the team that makes up my new publisher at 47 North and Thomas and Mercer, and it was very exciting. And. The most exciting thing that happened this summer is that they finally sorted out the underlying legal issues relating to the Vampire Chronicles, <gasps> and Universal has bought an option on the Hooray! material, and they have also bought the uh, script that I wrote of Tale of the Body Thief. Congratulations. And I don't know, people may have remember when Mom came on the show previously and talked about how there was everything was stalled out and there was no movie. Well, now we are moving again, and our first script notes meeting is on Tuesday. So cross your fingers, guys. It looks like it's in the works. So. Congratulations, Christopher. Thank you. <laughs> what, where are those children coming from? Yay, the children are here. It's scary when the it's children about the start. children. What about the children? <laughs> We're both running for president also. So, what about the children? Brian Fuller, what did you do this summer? Here is our guest, special guest Brian Fuller is in the studio. What did I do this summer? Well, first of all, we should discuss the children. Remember the children, that like 1980 horror movie with the children who got in the bus that drove through the, through the nuclear cloud and then their fingernails they turned black? They were like black? blonde and their eyes were blue and Different glowed. Movie. That's Different children of the children. Damn. That's, That's wrong children. children There's the all damn. children. The children are all over the Have place. Have you seen The Intruders, the new BBC America show? I hear it's there very There is a good. little girl on there that like not since um Kristen played Claudia uh -huh. have I seen a little girl on film that was that disturbing like it is phenomenal not I even Dakota Fanning more disturbing she's than Dakota chilling. Fanning like she's, she's chilling yeah terrifying. wait let's back up I want to hear oh. about this movie what's the children so the bus drives so the through a nuclear so plant. a bus drives through a nuclear cloud and oh, the children on board get transformed into zombies of some sort, and their fingernails turn black. Ooh. And then when they hug you, they burn you alive with the superheat of their evil. <laughs> That's so they all come home and they hug their parents. Right. And, and so kill that's them. the end of that. And the cast included uh, Karen Black, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, you know, I'm just going to rattle them all off. PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Um, this wasn't that long ago. Those, <laughs> those people weren't children. How old is this movie? Well, 1980, I think, or like yeah, 70. None of those girls were children. Or 79, maybe no, those were the earlier. parents. Those were the oh, mothers who banded together. Yeah, I guess together, they could have been. I forgot about the parents' part. Well, yeah. the best part was the ending because a pregnant lady had the baby, and as it was nursing on her breast, its fingernails turned black, and you cut to black. <laughs> oh, so the kids grew up. They didn't no, no, stay they, kids. They, they killed all the kids. Because they had it coming. Uh, yeah. But yeah. The, with those black fingernails, that's yeah. so It's last so season. goth. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, are, are, do you not want to answer the question? Oh, yes. I'll answer the question. I rode on a bus through a nuclear cloud. I, I rode on a bus through a nuclear, a nuclear cloud. cloud and, <laughs> to uh, see what would happen. <laughs> I, I, I just been toiling away on Hannibal season three, which mm. is very exciting, oh, and American when does, Gods. When does, um, when does that get underway, and when will we get more Hannibal? We start filming October 20th, and and then we air in uh, April or May. Excellent. That's fantastic. But also a long wait. I'll do it's my a best long to wait. be patient. We're going to try to, you know, 
get keep people excited with little leaks. Oh. Okay, Good. okay. And Copper's gland awesome. information. There's something happening tomorrow night that you were a part yes, of. Yes, uh, yes. We're we. I produced this show called High Moon that I oh. co-created with one of the Pushing Daisies writers. It is mm-hmm. so much fun. It is. Are so we allowed to talk about the yeah. sex party that we went to at your home last yes, night? Yes, yes. It got a little weird, and yes, there were animals. I, yeah. the, the animals loved it. Okay, you screened the pilot of High Moon literally in your backyard. Yes, yeah, on a big screen. I posted a photograph of you played 2001 before you started the movie as people were eating and mingling. And I posted a photo on Twitter and Facebook of the screen with the reservoir in the background. And everyone was like, where is there a drive-in movie theater up in the hills of California? And I yeah, said, that's where we were at a drive-thru. Because we don't want to tell people where Brian is. We, yeah, I know. I said I was at <laughs> I was at a, a private event. <laughs> private event. It, well, it was it was uh, having that screen on the on. A summer night. We've yeah. done it a couple of times, and it's super fun. Like yeah, outdoor it's really also the most time I've spent outside since my childhood, maybe ever. And you were getting eaten alive oh by the mosquitoes. God. I don't know. Did you have them flown in? It was very exotic. It was an international theme. So you flew in mosquitoes from, like, <laughs> South America? They're waiting in constant ambush for when I walk outside after dawn. What do wow. you do? What source of water do they find to I'm breathe so in? Sweet. I, I am so sweet. Oh, it's because yeah, you're you just so delicious. You yes. know why? It's because you ate all of Eric's homemade cookies the last time you were on the dinner party show and they are waiting for them again. They're really, really well, good. Well, we've got you stocked up and there's a gift box to take home with more cookies out like there. like stars. So. so the movie is called <laughs> High Moon and it's actually based on a novel. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a, it's a novel called The Lotus Caves and uh, oh, it's a children's novel. It's a children's novel. Yeah, and it's it's young adult, and it's basically about these kids who live on the moon who want to explore it, and they sneak off, and then they discover a plant growing on the moon, and isn't that magical? And right. So, <laughs> Jim Danger <laughs> Gray, Jim Danger Gray, the the uh, uh, young man who wrote the script. Uh, said, well, why don't we make this a James Bond sort of 60s sci-fi cool. romp on the moon? And our goal was just to have fun with it. it Great. And you succeeded. Excellent. I'm so glad you that you succeeded. liked it. Oh, so, my God. We'll talk more about it. Yes. We've got a break coming up. We we'll talk more about it in a minute. But it was, oh, my God. There was a point at which I think people were moving away from me. I was laughing so hard last that night. That happens all the time. That happens every time we go no, to a movie. No, not unless I'm somewhere funny. Yeah, I would absolutely. snuggle right up. Yeah. <laughs> we will be back with Brian Fuller here on The Dinner Party Show. We have questions from our listeners via our party line but right now we have a special report from none other than Uh, Jordan Ampersand is back. Oh God, there's some vacations that just aren't (laughs) (laughs) Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. This summer, critic-at-large Jordan Ampersand stood trial for attempting to bomb the L.A. Pride Parade. He claimed he was innocent, but for supporters of the dinner party show, the verdict was disappointing. But Jordan didn't get off with just a slap on the wrist. He's been sentenced to several months of community service for just being Jordan. We won't be allowing him back in our studio anytime soon, so he's filed this special report about the work he's been doing with an organization called Our Lord's Little Burdens. Whatever the hell that is. All right, roll tape. Hi, Dinner Party Show people. I'm Jordan Ampersand, critic at large, and this is my special report. Kids, they're what we all try to look like after we turn 30. Or they're what gays who can't get anyone to sleep with them anymore adopt. My experience with children is limited to pretending to be one on Halloween. But when I was given the opportunity to pick the charity I was going to work with as I fulfilled my absolutely bullshit community service hours, given that I never actually tried to bomb the LA Pride Parade to begin with, I chose Our Lord's Little Burdens. Because I thought it sounded like a Big Brother, Big Sister program, and I think I have a lot to teach a smaller version of me. Turns out I was sort of right. 
Well, here she is, Jordan Ampersand. This is Tiffany Flowers. And for the next 4 to 48 hours, she's your very own little burden. Hey, Tiffany. First order of business is, we'll need to change your name. You're small. Thanks, Tiffany. I mean, Donatella Coco Chanel. I'm on this new diet where I listen to other people talk about CrossFit all the time. It burns a lot of calories when you try to kill them to get them to shut the fuck up. You're like the small people in the movie with the girl who died of pills. I think you mean the Wizard of Oz, in which case you're calling me an Oompa Loompa, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Actually, the Wizard of Oz has munchkins. The small people who fly. And flying monkeys. Um, I don't think I want to be one of those either, Donatella Adolf Hitler. You know, we don't usually change our little burden's names. Whatever. What's your deal here, anyway? Where are her parents? Are they like dead crack whores? Oh, mercy, no. Tiffany's parents are like all of our clients here at Our Lord's Little Burdens. They are good Christians who spend so much time on social media harassing gay people that they need someone to watch their kids. How Christian. Indeed. Why don't I leave you two to get to know each other better so I can get back to my Bible and my wine. Ta-ta. Now, none of your tricks, Tiffany. I see shadow people who make the trees move. Uh, Donatella and Taylor, you shouldn't tell stories unless you're trying to get a straight guy to sleep with you and you're way too young for that. The shadow people go through the silver door into the nothing place. Okay, so I think this is the part where you go play and I text. I want to swing, but the swings are all full. Huh, well, rule one of having a fabulous, fearless life, Donatella Vera Wang, don't let other kids push you around. If other kids are hogging the swings, go throw them some shade and show them who's princess of the playground. What the fuck? That little boy just flew backwards out of his swing and sailed six feet through the air while there was a really weird sound that seemed to come from everywhere at once. Oh my God, he's so bad at swinging. I have a swing now. Get it, girl. Wait, why are your pigtails smoking? I'm not sure why all the kids ran away from Donatella Christian Dior, but it was kind of fun watching her swing by herself while I checked to see if any dads in the park were on Grinder. But after a while, I got bored, so I decided there were some other valuable lessons I could teach her about only doing the parts of growing up that will get you laid when you're older. Also, Christopher and Eric wanted me to interview people at bookstores who might be waiting for Christopher's new book, but oh my God, who cares about that? Whatever. Listen up, Donatella Eve St. Laurent. My name is Tiffany. Whatever. When you're older, there's gonna be a lot of people who expect you to like read stuff and enjoy it. So I'm gonna teach you what you need to know to make people think you're reading so those people will shut up and go not have dates. Hurry up, Donatella Alexander McQueen. Oh my God, that guy on the ladder almost crushed me, Donatella Old Navy. My name is Tiffany. You really need to start using a new hair product that doesn't smoke, Donatella United Colors of Benetton. This is a really accident-prone area. My name is Tiffany. Fine, I'll call you whatever you want. Just walk faster and take out those yellow contact lenses. You look weird. Can I help you, kids? Yeah, do you have any copies of that new book by Anne Rice called The Artist Formerly Known as Lestat? I believe you mean Prince Lestat. I'm sorry to inform you that that title is under a strict embargo until October 28th. Uh-huh. Well, what about Christopher Rice's new book about Amanda Bynes? Do you have that one? I think you mean The Vines? And that's not available until October 21st. Fine. What about Eric Shaw Quinn's new book? I'll believe that one when I see it. For God's sake, it's called Ghost Story. I'm editing it now. Fuck off. Oh, well, Donatella Tiffany. Looks like our trip to the bookstore is a bust. It can't be 
What's wrong with that girl? <laughs> you do have Prince Lestat. Wow. Clearly, Mr. Bookstore owner must have missed a warning about how if you packed all these books in a box together, they could start flying. I don't have to read books. I touch them and they go into my mind. That'll come in handy later. Okay, new life lesson, Tiffany. Since we have this store all to ourselves right now, we should be stealing stuff, but they don't have anything cool like wigs, roller skates, or porn. So we're going to step off. And I think it's probably time for me to get you back to the office so we can see if your parents have stopped yelling at gays online long enough to actually be your parents again. If you don't come see me again, I'll make mind snakes come out of your toilet. Oh, my best friend Fitzpatrick is actually redesigning my toilet right now, and I won't have it back until he tries to be sober again. But I appreciate the sentiments. All right, let's go, Tiffany. Despite her resistance to my renaming her, Tiffany is a special girl who makes people have very funny reactions that I don't really understand. But she's fun to have adventures with, and she's a perfect way to get rid of totally bullshit community service hours that I shouldn't have to do anyway because I'm awesome. I know I have a lot to teach her, and I know she has a lot to teach me as well. Like how to make pigtails stand on end and shoot blue lightning bolts, and how to make large groups of people run screaming just by looking at them. I mean, I sort of know how to do the last thing, but usually I have to be talking. Yoo-hoo, I brought Tiffany back. What? Y'all haven't been gone but 20 minutes. Well, whatever, we're done. I'm bringing her back, okay? I see that, but that's not the agreement you signed. You've got another four hours with Tiffany at least. And if you want I me to... I didn't sign anything. You most certainly did, young man. Look, it's right here. Right here in black and white. I don't work in black and white. Whatever. She was hungry. Feed her. Her parents left $40 for the two of you to buy lunch. Are you saying you didn't buy her any lunch? Where's that money? What's the matter with you, young man? I swear to goodness. Nothing's the matter with me, Cruella. Cruella? You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And our guest this evening is Brian Fuller, master of the Fuller verse. And in his honor, we had Gloria Gaynor sing How High the Moon. That was not the one we wanted to play, but that's the one we ended up playing. It was very sweet. I loved it. Excellent. Perfect. And the movie is uh, tomorrow night on the Sci-Fi Channel. At or if, 9 o'clock. Let's say Monday night in case anybody's listening to the podcast. Monday, September 8th. 15th. 15th. Yes. <laughs> no, don't get yeah. Monday, September 15th at 9 o'clock on Sci-Fi, 8 o'clock Central. Excellent. And we were talking before the break. It was based on a children's book. Yes. But you and the writer, Jim Danger Gray? Yes. Right. What a name. He, is his middle he, name really Danger? He legally changed it. Oh, so he changed it. it. Yeah, yeah. He's not so he's from just I don't think mom gave him Danger as a middle name, but he took it, you know, which is empowering in and of itself. There are people in town named Moon and Moon Unit. and Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like the Montpelier Dangers. <laughs> he's a descendant of the original Montpelier right. Dangers. So they didn't he, come over on the Mayfair. They came over in a boat alongside them, which hence the danger part. They came over in a drone that right. followed the Very Mayflower. dangerous. A Viking ship. But uh, you were talking about you guys adapted it from a children's story into more of a James Bond type story. Yeah, the because we really wanted to do a throwback to kind of a little bit of Space 1999, a little bit of Moonraker. Moonraker. Yeah. Moonraker is one of my favorite James we Bond movies. We lost Jaws this week. We did lose Jaws. A moment for Jaws. Yes. He was Jaws. the second best Jaws. Wait. <laughs> the first oh, being yes, Bruce. The first being Bruce, the yes. mechanical shark yes. that didn't work in salt water. Right. The shark's yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Quick, roll camera. Shark's exactly. working. So uh, it was. Uh, we were commenting after when we were driving home from the screening that it it looked uh, unbelievably gorgeous. Like, like it was hard to process that we were really? seeing something that was going to be on television. It was like, oh my god, oh, wow. this is TV. That debris field shot, not to give. 
spoilers away. Spoiler we don't away. Do, we don't do spoilers. Asses here. in the seats. I know Asses about in you, the but, seats, but there was It was just this moment of like, my God, I was trying to imagine how did they even achieve this? They, they were really, it was astonishing to look at. It's incredibly beautiful. But more than that, it is historic. Hysterically funny. It's like, a fun While show. being adventurous and while making you want to know what happens next, it was a riot. Yay! Well, you know, that was the whole point. We wanted to do something that was, you know, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was a big inspiration. So we wanted to, yeah. to do something where the world was smaller. Remember, like, 60s spy shows right. where the world was very small. You just had superpowers. You mm-hmm. had Russia and you had Japan. Right. And so we wanted to recreate that aesthetic on the moon. And, oh my gosh, the, the places that, that uh, we were going to go in series or in miniseries, because it was originally going to be a series, and it was a miniseries, and it was a series, and it was a miniseries. This went on for like three years hmm. of it being one of those two things before we actually finally rolled film. So how long ago was this actually filmed? Three this years? This was filmed last summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the negotiations over what form it was going to take went on for years. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's still up in the air, right? If we support it, then maybe sci-fi will consider it as a series. I have all, no should idea. Everybody out there, I, should everybody in the party verse write and I, the fuller verse write and say... If you love it, tell Sci-Fi Channel that you love it. Right. And who knows the Stranger Things? Because they may devote time to it. They're currently giving to Spider Conda Three, and you know, and... well, Spider Conda Three has a has a rabid following. <laughs> I bet it does. The they... Sharknados and do. In fact, yeah, the Sharknado only three. rabid people. Yeah, yeah. Only, <laughs> only rabid people. <laughs> More Spider Conda. <laughs> the drool's coming out of their mouth. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, anything else to say about High Moon before we go to our party line and all the questions we received Where did from you the shoot Fullerverse? It? We shoot it. In, we we shoot it. We, shoot we it shot it? it in Vancouver. So we went up there. We were Where? entirely stage bound because we're on the moon. Right. Those cave sets were from <laughs> so Godzilla. We didn't shoot it on the moon. We didn't actually go to the moon. What was from Godzilla? The caves. Oh. So it was shooting up there. They just wrapped, and we were like, we're never going to be able to afford to build these caves. And somebody was like, Well, Godzilla has a bunch of caves. So and you, you were like, I tried to negotiate with Godzilla last year. It did not go well. He had this Prius I wanted to buy. <laughs> Godzilla was lovely and divasaur. Godzilla, divasaur. Godzilla divasaur. is a Buddhist. He is very serene. He's very yeah. enlightened. I love it. There love was it. a WTF moment in the show that last night was. I literally was laughing so hard. I think people would run away. I was literally. I I know I mentioned it before the break, but yeah. it is really. It is a great show. So it's. Tomorrow night, or it starts Monday, September fifteenth. Rotation yes. on Sci-Fi. Monday, September fifteenth. We have posted a link to the first five minutes of it on oh, our Facebook page, but don't watch it now. Listen to our show instead. Right. Watch, watch it, it after the show. And just a reminder that if you haven't taken part in the giveaway of my next book, The Vines, <gasps> there's the a giveaway. I had heard electronic copies will be available via the link posted on our Facebook page for the next 24 hours or until uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Monday, September 15th. So they can have downloaded my book and then watch High Moon on Sci Fi. Uh, speaking of giveaways, Coast. are there takeaways for guests of your book? We're, uh, we are, I will give you whatever you want. Do you want that chair? I'll take the <laughs> chair i'll take I eric in the chair yes do you read electronic <laughs> books on it. i i i prefer to hold them in my hands okay, i'm sort of old school i'm I, an old man i i get it a lot of people are that way and there will be a trade paperback edition of this book which i will i actually haven't gotten them yet otherwise i would totally give you one and i will get you one i'll when come they back come in. I'll come excellent back. well that's a big, and we're working on the competition right the between you and yes. Anne and marcia and alec that's the four, right? That's the four. Who can come on the dinner party show the most? It's like the uh, whatever they called that club on Saturday Night Live with Steve Martin and Alec right. Baldwin. So you're at two now. I'm at two, and uh, I, I promise to bring Beth Grant with me the next time I come. We love Beth Grant. We, we got, got to have a fanboy moment over Beth last Grant. Night. I love Beth Grant. She is so amazing. She walks on water. She's the very best. If our if our party people don't know, Beth Grant is in every movie every show you have ever seen. If you've ever watched television before, you've seen Beth Grant. She's yes. been in a ton. She's Look her up on IMDb. The, it just you just keep scrolling. It's kind of astonishing just how many credits she has. She's been in literally. If you've seen a television show in the last twenty years, you've seen Beth Grant. Or a movie. What was I see? Like one of her first credits was something. Uh, 
obscure like Starsky the and Hutch or like, there was something. <laughs> like there was yeah. like uh, BJ and the Bear. Something around that era was yeah. like her first credit. It on has IMDb. been like going she on. She is in Tu Wong Fu. We saw it. We were watching that the other night. She popped up in Tu Wong Fu. She, she is lived in, little, in the town. Little Miss Sunshine. She's or in little Miss Sunshine. Rain Man. She's your go-to sort of sassy slash maybe mean Southern woman in every movie. Speed. She's the one She's who got thrown. She got She's thrown under the bus. She literally got thrown under the bus. Oh, Beth Grant, we're going to have Beth Grant on the show, and maybe we'll have you and Beth Grant on at the same time since we I, have two microphones over I, there. I want that. Okay. Okay, I have one other thing that we haven't gotten to talk about. Oh, boy. This sounds serious. Game of Thrones. Yes. Right? We, we, we didn't ever actually have our debrief moment, and I forgot to mention there is a moment that is... I thought it was homage to Living Dead Guy when the the hands came up out of the... When the oh! I actually, there's... Uh, Ben is going to post a photograph on the um, on the the site. I, I when saw Bran it. was running for the yeah. tree and, and all the, yes. the it was like oh my god it's like it's the it's a living dead guy moment like I saw it and the first thing I thought of was you did you think was it you no I I it's such a great hammer horror right? frame to have that clawed gnarled hand coming up out of the ground. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so. And it was like, very Ray Harryhausen. It was a callback to like Sinbad and the the Seven Voyages with all the stop motion skeletons. I love that. Oh scene. yeah, right. I hadn't thought of that. Right, or the um, what was the somebody in the Minotaurs or somebody in the I can't. Okay, Sinbad. Sinbad and he. I'm going to move us on from this because I'm not really clear what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, we're just, you know, Yo, having just a good time. chewing the fat here right? on the dinner party show, as they say. Okay, Too so much tea. We got a question via our party line, and just to let everybody know, our party line is always open for you to be crazy. 323-PEZ-TDPS. I can't actually... Call any time of the day or night, I particularly can't, if you've been drinking. I can't actually understand what this woman is saying, but Eric can. Okay. So we're going to play the question, and Eric is going to translate the question for you, provided you have... Can, can I have an opportunity Maybe to Maybe you'll to... understand, okay. too. Okay. okay. Here we go. One, Here we go. two, three. This is for Brian. Hi, Brian. We're all dying without Hannibal information, but if you have to ask the question... So I guess we kind of know Hannibal and Will won't with each other for kind of the first half of the season. But could they potentially have scenes together in, like, their mind houses? And they need to communicate somehow. In Red Dragon, there's a lot of letter writing. So are they going to be pen pals, perhaps? And they're going to miss each other, right? Even though they're stabbed to each other in the back? Hi, Brian. So that was I, you. You called it. And I did that called. Right? That was me. Did you and, get it? And I got. I got. I missed the first part of it, but I got the second part of it. And um, it's interesting because the <laughs> for those of you at home, uh-huh. what she wants to know uh-huh. is if Will and Hannibal, now given the circumstances on the show, are going to have any sort of relationship or contact with each other because. They've, uh, you know, kind of parted company due to technicalities in their legality of their relationship. And now Brian will answer that question. The an- the short answer is yes. Good. That they will. And because I, be very I, I think when you have the chemistry that Maz and Hugh have, you, you got to take advantage of that. Right. Uh, so, yes, great question. And the answer is yes. Okay. Well, I'm just glad everybody could understand. Could you understand that question? Really? I did. I did. Okay. All right. I guess when I, I, cl- heard it- I closed my eyes and I. I saw you were really concentrating. Okay, let's see what else the party line has for us on the Hannibal Fuller verse front. Uh, hello, this question is Brian Fuller. Uh, my name is Monica, and um, Brian, know, you and said that uh, in an interview that Hannibal's three-piece suits are a thing of the past. But I was wondering if we would still see the plastic murder suit being used in season three. Uh, thank you so much. Plastic murder suit is hot. It's so James Bond. I wore that plastic murder suit at <laughs> Halloween, and within moments, it was leaching all of the moisture from my body. Oh. So you couldn't actually see what I was wearing underneath it because it had fogged up and was dewy. Ooh. Yeah, you could literally lose like twenty pounds yeah. in an afternoon. I well, there's a plan. Kept it on. There's a plan. You could market it. 
That was my, the that, Hannibal Weight Loss Program. It's well, Hannibal probably has all, all sorts of weight loss yeah, programs. Yeah. yeah, like being eaten. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we'll just cut way less off. if we cut your leg. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let me eat your the leg. Fastest way to lose less. fifty pounds. So I want to ask you a question. Leg. Are Are you ever anxious, or I, I like to talk about what makes people uncomfortable? But are you going to reach a point where you're out of source material, or you've moved sort of out from the Thomas Harris universe into the Brian Fuller universe? Well, we have have been. Ex- getting nuggets out of all of the novels and sort of expanding them and seeding them throughout the show. So I think if the show ran five or six seasons, I would be very happy. And so we have uh, still material for a fourth season and then partial material for fifth season. But we would fill in those blanks with the stuff that we earned from this show. Like, for instance, the the first part of second season was all Will and the Asylum. So that was new territory. So it's a blend, really, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, uh, to go back to Monica's question, because I don't think I answered it. Oh. And... She did go to all that. I must have. I stepped. I was like, enough of this, Monica. (laughs) It's all about Christopher. Everybody drink. Uh, uh, So the it was about the suits, right? The three piece suits, and and whether we'll use the murder suit. The 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 three piece suits are a thing of the past, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we won't see them in flashbacks of some sort. Oh, Thank cool. you for calling in, Monica. Excellent. Okay, let's see what else. I got to move my fucking iPad. <laughs> oh, can we say them. the F word on radio? Oh yeah, no, we're an internet radio oh, show. Oh my gosh, you can say anything we... you fucking well want. To. Yeah, we fucking we brought in <laughs> raspberries. Yeah, it's the only way. Well, you can say ointment. Um, <laughs> it's the only way I could be ointment. on the radio. It's a it's a John Irving joke. It's oh, a, I the love guy, a good John Irving joke. The woman and the man are, are fucking because yeah. we can say that here. Um, Hotel and uh, and the the. The man says, say something dirty, whisper something dirty, whisper something nasty into my ear. And she says, ointment. Oh, and that's like, John Irving. ointment. And he's like, yeah, I, I think that's the nastiest word. It's a gross word. It's, it, yeah. And well, it starts oinky. You think it's going to go to an oink, but then it veers off. Into yeah. Oink, oingment. oingment. Yeah. yeah. I get it. <laughs> All right. Another question from the party line before this gets really nasty. <laughs> Hello. Um, gentlemen, I hope you're well. Um, my name's Abigail Morgan, and this is for Brian. And I was just wondering, Brian, are we going to see Hamble's office this year? Because it is my daydream home away from home, and I will miss it if not. Hope you guys have a great show. Bye. Hey, Morgan. Uh, good to hear your voice. I tweet with Morgan. Quite frequently. You're very big on Twitter. You're a good tweeter. Well, you. I think if, you, if you're asking people to spend an hour of their time to yeah. tune in and watch your show, the least you can do is spend an hour of your time yeah, to... Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of ignore them. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were being serious. I was being a, a joke as usual. Uh, so Morgan's question was... I completely... Hannibal's office. Yes, we're going to see Hannibal's office. Yes. Okay. Yes, we're, even we're, though he won't be in it anymore. Um. Well, they could be in flashbacks and all uh, sorts of things. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of flashbacks. Because we are we like we really want to keep those elements alive. Yeah, and absolutely. also in terms of production, the set is already built. <laughs> right. So and we better it, take and it. it. Really we, is gorgeous. We I mean, better it take it. Really of it. is one of the most beautiful things. That's in Hannibal's office. It's standing. We don't have to build anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. We've got another question from the party line. All these people. Somebody will take all those they Eames just chairs come in. if you don't. We we ask them to answer a question, and we get you know our our, our loyal party people. But we we put the word out there that you're going to be there. Our phones blow up, Brian Fuller. So let's see what this person has to say. I love those animals. Hi, this is Abby. I called in last time. Brian Fuller was on the show. I know. And after that is hair, which is lovely. This time, I would like to know how involved he and his when manufactured hair are in the production <laughs> process of Hannibal. Does he have to be there for every bit, like writing, editing, filming, everything? Is he there every step of the way? And out of the whole process, what is his favorite part? Thank you. Oh, I love this lady. Um, so, yes, I'm still using my wind products. Hair. The, the is she plug? like a plant from the wind people? She's really doing a great job. She's good. She I think gets a plug in and asks a useful question. I think that was the, a great question. If the wind people are listening, they should be sending her product. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. 
And or well, you, us. We're we're <laughs> Chaz Dean, who who created when is not directly involved in the production, but my favorite part of the production is probably editing because all of the work's done, and then it's then it's just sort of like finding the moments. That's mm. that's the best. Like it's very stressful to write because you're thinking, oh my god, is it good enough? And we're all writers here, so. You know the feeling. Are you here. on the set every day? I mean, are you no, there that no. kind of hands-on? Or I see all those pictures of you in museums and stuff, pointing at things. But I go that's to this just for the PR. Well, I go to the set like <laughs> for specific things, uh-huh. and um, over there, put it over there. There, we have a pretty great team that's that after three years is, has has been like pulling it together interestingly. Um, so. So I'm I'm there occasionally on set. That's probably the least amount of time that I spend on the show is on set, and then uh, in production meetings uh, a little bit more, but not quite as much as writing and post. And the post is in Toronto, which is it's a lot of work. TV is a, a lot of work. Show running is the stupidest job. How so? <laughs> How do you mean it's stupid? Um, because it's. It's saying you have a quart of work and try to put it into this teaspoon. Wow. And wow. so it's... It, it's it's a it, huge demand and very little time. Everything is time-centric. Yeah. yeah, it is really a driven sort of... Like if the novel isn't finished this month, okay, I'll finish it next month. But no, TV is yeah. a hungry and voracious beast and you got to feed it. Okay, You're, I'm going to ask you a surprise question. Surprise! Surprise! Out of all the shows you've done... And then not necessarily a showrunner. All the shows you've worked on, if you had to be the showrunner on one for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Hmm. You have 30 seconds to answer, da, da, or I will da, not give you a free copy da, da, of The Vines. Da, da, but I'll give you one. Da, da, you don't da, have da, any. I haven't da, given you any. Da, 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 but I could get one. Da, da, if, if you threaten For the help. rest of my life, right? For the rest of your life. And you're not immortal. That'll be the next question. Okay, so I'd have to... Like, runner for the rest of your life? No. <laughs> um, it would either have to be Pushing Daisies of the shows that I've created, which is like the, the one that's that like closest to my heart. Oh, God, I love that show. But if it was a show that I had just worked on... I would probably do Star Trek because I think that story can go on longer. Our sound guy, Brandon Griffith, has just gone insane. He's, He's a cheering huge Star and Trek fan. Around. He's dancing around. You can see his reflection. I can. I am, I'm watching him right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so you would reboot Star Trek for television? Yeah, and and showrun. I think it, because it has such big legs, and you could do uh, you could go further and longer with it than I think Pushing Daisies, which mm-hmm. I love, but is such a pastiche that I think mm-hmm. you know six or seven seasons of A Wonderful World and mm-hmm. and then Get Out. Um, yeah. But Star Trek, I think, go, is is immortal. Okay, we have a question coming in through the Facebook page. It's a great question. Will we ever see Clarice on Hannibal? I would love to see Clarice on Hannibal. The, we, we broach the subject every year with MGM, who owns the rights to the character. And because the way the rights break down on Hannibal is it's not by book, it's by... Book of Origin. So, Whoa. for instance, Martha De Laurentiis had the rights for Red Dragon, which was the first book. So every character that was introduced in Red Dragon, Will she Graham, has. right. Lowndes, Freddie Lowndes, right. Chilton. Chilton, that's all right. All of those. Jack Crawford. Uh, Beverly but, but, but Chilton and Crawford are also in Silence of the Lambs. Yes, well. but they did not originate in Silence of the oh, Lambs. Oh, it's origination. And so... We had but, this discussion with Lindsay. Wasn't yeah. that his name? The, the Sherlock Holmes guy. Talking yeah, about yeah. the source of origin for the character. Less, less Klinger. Less, less Klinger, yes, yeah. right. So in Silence of the Lambs, that's Barney, that's Buffalo Bill, James Gum, mm-hmm. that's Benjamin Raspail, that's um, Clarice and Ardella Mop. And so those characters we don't have the rights to. But so first season of, of Hannibal went to MGM said, can we do Clary or can we do Buffalo Bill? And they were like, no, what's ours is ours is yours is yours. Second season, same story. Third season, they were like, the answer's no right now, but ask us again next year. That's so we'll fingers see. crossed. Yeah, yeah, we'll Be- see. Before the evening gets away from us, I do want to tell a very funny story, and I'm not sure you were aware this was happening last night at your screening that we attended of High Moon, which is on Monday night, but you and Jim Danger Gray got up to give 
opening remarks. And 2001 had been playing on the screen behind you for most of the evening. Oh and the God, sound was, so was turned down. And at the most emotional moment, or the most sort of like earnest and sincere moment of your remarks, the airlock scene was happening <laughs> on the screen behind so you. So Kierdola is <laughs> bouncing off the walls behind you. And you're talking about, and everybody who's here tonight, and part of the production, <laughs> means so production. much to us. And we're this so happy. This is how it really was. <laughs> it was very telling. That it was, was great. It was really, was really wonderful. Was a great moment, it was, <laughs> and, it, and it was like we were trying not to laugh in your face because you were actually being kind of sincere. But, but let's not leave out, really and I think this hysterical. would be of particular important importance to our audience. Jonathan Tucker, oh hot God. Jonathan Tucker, oh does a lot of making out God. with dudes in this high he, moon. He, he makes he out with dudes. Kirby, who boy, we Adorable. met him at the we met him at the party, but with the beard shaved, uh, Caitlin, you better you better keep that beard on him, or you're going to have yeah, to fight I the mean boys to off. Tell He's, yeah, he and Jonathan make quite the couple. They're very very cute together, and they were so sweet. It was one of the things that we really wanted to do with the show um, was to call back to that era of gay Russian spies <laughs> because like that's that's how Russia you know Putin should not be poo pooing the homosexuals because. Gay Russian spies cornered the information market. Wait a minute, talk about this. Yeah, I've never it, heard this. It, they have such a grand history. This is the series I want to be a showrunner. Gay Wouldn't Russian it be a spies? great yes. series? I would love to do this series. Um, and essentially, you know, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, they would meet either American sailors or British sailors or German sailors, whoever that may have been homosexual in the closet. They would exploit that, pillow talk our secrets out. And wow. oh really? You guys are going to attack at dawn? Wow. That's interesting. That's it's so early. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Be up, I can't be up at that. I'm too puffy until I couldn't attack before ten o'clock. <laughs> Let's attack at brunch. Let's do a brunch time attack. The brunch wars. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break for a quick promo. But first, we're going to remind you that the giveaway of the vines There's a is giveaway? still happening. The link is on our Facebook page. www.facebook dot com slash the dinner party show the link will be active until monday the 15th at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific you can download a free electronic copy of the vines which will be readable on any device and or computer and uh then we're going to come back here on the dinner party show for the dessert and we're going to wrap up our lovely evening with brian fuller hey any You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we have a very important story to tell you to close out the evening. Last time you were on the show, Brian, we talked about your series, Wonderfalls. Yes. And Eric, I'll let you take it from here. Oh, my God. And I loved the show. And Brian said, oh, my God, I wish I had known I would have brought you a wax lion. He signed my copies of the DVDs of of uh, Wonderfalls. I'm getting so excited. I can't even He's talk. He's getting glimpsed. I got a wax lion this week. Yay. Thank you, Brian. Thank You're you so welcome. Much. And I think where a picture is currently going up on our Facebook page of Eric holding the wax lion and Brian photobombing the image as he's Which wanted. is perfect. I it's love one of my, I love that picture. It's a great picture. All right, Brian, you're at two visits now. Yes. I think to catch up with Alec Mappa, you need to have three. So okay. your next visit, you and him will be tied. Alec, my mother I'm is currently in the lead. We're in dispute about whether my mother has three or four right. appearances under it, her we'll belt. We'll have to have a debate. One of them was a kind of a call-in visit, so she wasn't actually in the studio. Count. Should we yeah, count call-ins, count. dude? Should or should no, we no. count? No, yeah. Well, yeah. you're the one who works out of town the most, so you may want to think about that, sir. I'm, anyway, I'm, just I'm back in October, the, and I will I will drag Beth Grant here. That's cool, and I think that will count for two visits if you bring Beth Grant. So, we'll give so then I would Grant go to credit. four? Wow, that's okay. really, I don't know. We're no, you wouldn't. Vote. I would want to win fairly. You've also got Marsha Clark that you're tied with. She's at three. My mother and Marsha Clark are three and three. Or oh. three. It makes it sound like I thought your been... mom was four. Well, we're in dispute. The fourth would be the she call. She called in. Oh, that she called would, in. I thought that would be five. No, I think that was four. We're going to have to work is... out the scoreboard on this one. I think the party people should work out. They've actually been listening to our show. I don't listen to our How fucking show. How many times show. have those people I don't, been I don't, on I don't need show. to hear us. I'm so like, sick of this show. Blah, blah, blah. Why don't they count up? I swear to God. They count up. And the winner of the person who gives us the right tally will be promised a prize that we'll send them six months later when I get my ass to the UPS store. I think we currently. Because that's how we do it here at the dinner party show. We currently 
owe John Matson some swag from A Thousand and One Dark Nights. I think we owe Buffy Peterson something. Uh, anyway, Probably, it's a lot because, of work. It's yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> it's yeah. You, you have no idea how traumatizing it is for us to have to get up every day and remember what we're supposed to do. Next week, we will premiere an all new TDPS game called Good, Better, Worst, where we make our predictions Can't about wait. something based off of the product description or synopsis. <laughs> I want to play that game. We're going to play it with the new It'll fall TV fun. season. Oh, we're going to do so, Good, yeah. Better, Worst Listen with in. the new fall TV season and maybe other. What things, what, what are that, you most looking forward to? The new fall TV season. We're going to talk about it next week. Uh, See, tune they, in and find the out. The way the game works is we read the product, the plot synopsis, we make a prediction for what we hope it will be, and then we make a fear-based bitchy prediction about what it will turn <laughs> What out. it probably is going to turn out to be. The sad truth. This is otherwise known as talking to Eric. That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> Disabused notions with Eric Shaw Quinn. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say we are out of time on the Dinner Party Show. Brian Fuller, Ooh. thank you for joining us. Oh my God, I'm not, always I'm my still favorite. hungry. Well, you can come next time. Or you can just stay and eat all the sandwiches. I'm going to eat those sandwiches. Okay, that's I'm great. Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to the Dinner Party Show. The d- 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 Dinner Party Show. Da, 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 da. Thanks. <laughs>